Hello, and welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. I am. Whoa. (laughs) Wasn't prepared for that. Uh, I am Jesse, as always. As always. And this is Paige. Hey, guys, what's up? Why Um, Why are you asking a question? They can't, like, they can't answer back. I mean, I guess they can, wherever... Wherever you're listening, listener. Listener. We uh, can't hear you. Maybe <laughs> if I could. You know, I think that there's someone who secretly lives in my house in yeah. that room. If they were just like, I'm doing pretty well. Just chilling, living in your house. <laughs> Unawares. You're none the wiser. Deet, deet. Oh, you're breaking new nerd news. Deet, 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 deet. Uh, so minor news is that I got an email from Reed Pop. Oh, yeah. Is a production company, I guess, of cons and gatherings for nerdy type things, events, I guess, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And they do C2E2 and Emerald City Comic Con and they do Star Wars celebration. Star Wars celebration. Yeah. Uh, Lots of big cons. They announced a couple things uh, in this email. I mean, they may have announced it somewhere else first, but I saw it in the email. Uh, They're going to, they haven't really, the only, as far as I know, the only 2021 con that they've announced or scheduled is C2E2 for December. Right. Uh, and then, uh, there's, uh, they're going to, the, the main thing I thought was interesting is they are going to continue doing virtual content, even post, you know, when it's okay to right in-person cons again. So, uh, anyway, that's my nerd news, uh, read pop put out a little thing so uh we'll have at least more digital content from read pop this year for those of you who are into that and we may i would say that read pop did have some of my favorite they called it metaverse there really good free cosplay um tutorials uh, they like armor builds and right. some DIY stuff and costume contests and um, just, you know, some nice content. So right. I'm hoping. Yeah, I agree. That's the kind of thing I'm hoping that they continue to do. Uh, but we'll see. So that's my only nerd news is that, uh, again, not a lot going on on the con front. Um. Hey, Jesse, Cocktail Corner, what are you drinking over there? Cocktail Corner. I made my own cocktail. And I had an original name for it, but it gave away the content of the episode. Uh, so, kind of. But so, I renamed it. It's just called The Bad Bitch. Uh, yes. Named in, uh, uh, for all of the historical female role models that I had growing up in now. Uh, anyway, 
It is, if you'd like the ingredients, it is an Italian ice cup because I really like putting Italian ice in cocktails. Uh, it gives <laughs> it a nice flavor and a nice slush consistency. Then it keeps mm-hmm. it cold. When it melts, it doesn't water it down. So a lemon flavored uh, Italian ice, um, orange liqueur, uh, grapefruit liqueur, and then peach liqueur because I got confused and thought that that was a citrus. I was going for mm-hmm. a citrus theme like lemon, orange, grapefruit, and then I put peach in there because I didn't really think like, oh, that's not a citrus. So there's peach. It still tastes good, but yeah. it's not actually a citrus. And then a um, little bit of club soda. I use cherry club soda, cherry seltzer, um, unsweetened, like just a hint of cherry in there. Can't really taste the cherry, but. That sounds good, though. That's pretty good. I made it a little too strong, but it is pretty good. Uh, one of the better cocktails that I've made for the pot. Good. Good work. Oh, I have a fandom question for you. New segment. New segment. Yeah, Yeah, I have a new segment. I meant to do it after Nerd News, but I forgot. So, we'll see how long this goes, if I can continue to think of one. Our interview ones that we recorded in the marathon are not going to have these, because we already recorded the intros for those. But, So you may hear a couple upcoming episodes without this is where I'm going for that. So don't be like, Jesse already forgot. Because we already dropped the ball. Yeah, we already recorded those. So the next few interviews, several interview episodes will not have this segment. So this is a fandom question for you to answer. And you can have it till the end of the episode if you need. Okay. Uh, So... I've been rewatching his dark materials because there's a second season out. I really like the first season, but I don't remember it that well. Okay. So I went back to watch it in his dark materials. You know, they live in an alternate universe. It takes place in an alternate universe. That's parallel universe to ours. Okay. And everyone there, when they're born, they have a demon, right? So that's like a little animal companion. Right. And it can change form until you go through puberty and when you go through puberty it gets set like then that's its form okay so and it's based on like your personality especially like more hidden things from your personality and like your interests and your vocation or like what you're planning on going into so uh i've been doing a lot of thinking the past two three days about what my demon would be I've got a couple guesses, so I want to know what you think that your uh, demon would be. What mine would be? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So like I said, you can have until, because I've been thinking about it for several days. Okay, so what is yours? I think mine would be some sort of waterfowl, like a duck or a... Um, like a duck or a swan or a goose. Your goose. Uh, I don't goose. Geese are kind of mean, though. I'm not, like, <laughs> That's what I was. I'm not like I don't think I'm as violent as a goose. <laughs> like I'm not saying that I can't be an asshole because I definitely can. I just don't think I'm like a violent asshole. 
you're not gonna run at me flapping your albatross oh wings. flap flap flapping my albatross wings so i think or like a puffin maybe like definitely Aww. like a bird who lives close because i was thinking like it's not quite the same thing as a patronus and also like you don't get to pick so like, right. like they're sentient creatures like they're distinct creatures that like basically their life is just linked with yours so right. it's not like like they have a personality and some of them talk so like and like they're that's a whole thing in that is that you don't get to choose because like everyone would want you know something badass like a lion or a wolf or something mm-hmm. um i don't know hopefully not a snake because some people have snakes but usually it's like the shadier characters no, 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 no. Because then, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, what if you're afraid of snakes and, like, like, oh, your demon decides that they're gonna settle on snake? Like, mm. like, what do you do then? Because, like, you can't be very far away from them. Like, you can't be separate from them. Like, ever. Right. Yeah, I need to think about it a little bit. I think. Yeah, like I said, I've been thinking about it for several days. Because it's hard. I need to, like, take a quiz. Not that that's, I mean, that's just as legit as anything. It's a fictional world, I guess. But, like, my first instinct was, like, my Patronus. When it's also weird, because they can never, like you said, they can never be far apart from you. Because, like, my Patronus is a dolphin. But, like, your demon cannot be away from you. So, like, I just have to be, I guess, always in the ocean. Right. Maybe you're a pirate. I don't know. Well, see, there are like, there are these like water traveling, they're called Egyptians and they're like nomadic people. They live in boats pretty much, but like, they don't, I don't know if anyone has like a water based demon. I don't know if it goes more in depth in the book, like in the, in the, the show, it doesn't really discuss like what can and can't be a demon. Cause I'm also curious. There's like sentient bears, right? Mm-hmm. But they aren't like people's demons, like they're their own race, mm-hmm. uh, like armored bear, and yes. uh, they don't have demons. It, but like, so could your demons still be? A, they're like polar bears, basically. So could your right. demon be a polar bear, even though that's like another sentient race in the the universe? I don't know. I just have a lot of questions about the. I don't know if these are questions that have been answered. Hmm. Like I said, I really need to re- read the books because I love, love, love the show. Also, Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it. Yeah, he is. And, and, and Andrew. Andrew Scott, yeah. My yeah. So my first, I don't know, my first instinct would be like that I'm some kind of cat. Like some kind of small cat. Or a rabbit. Lin-Manuel Miranda, his character is a rabbit. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and see, they're opposite gender of you. So, like, we would both have male right. friends. But I also I kind of thought that. about a chameleon. I don't think you'd be a chameleon. I don't think I would either. I was trying to think of some kind of, like, metaphor. Like a spy or something. Well, no, like, I was thinking more like changing my hair. No, it doesn't. It's not that superficial. Like, keep in mind, it's like your deepest, deepest personality. Not like. <laughs> I mean, then I'm probably a golden retriever. Yeah, that might like some people do have dogs, and like how much you're like if you're a more outspoken person, you tend to have a demon that is more outspoken. Because like, there are some characters who their demons don't talk at all, and they're like the more like 
mysterious or like very very rarely talk james mcavoy is also in it mm-hmm. um hey jesse do you want to tell everybody what our episode's about today yes i do would, would you would you do that for me uh yeah so i gave you we were trying to think of we recorded several interviews i alluded to that earlier right. uh um so we've got a lot of good episodes coming up uh really cool interviews uh interesting interviews that we did uh but we didn't want to have just straight you know 12 interviews in a row episodes right right. so we were thinking of things that we could do so we came up with a list of cosplay challenges and uh the I'm one sure we'll have we'll think of some other things to yeah, do yeah yeah um in between we're planning a galentine's day um episode and mm-hmm. stuff galentine's like that day. But the cosplay challenges and we hope that maybe something out of them you know gives maybe somebody an idea or yeah like, i kept oh, trying they to did all of that with only spending this much money or they mm-hmm. did that without buying anything and you know like yeah. Inspires somebody in some way. So today's cosplay challenge is um a I challenged you, or I guess mm-hmm. I challenged both of us to cosplay as a real person. So someone not a character, uh right. someone real. So someone either historical was what I originally said. And then I said, well, no, it could be a real person like that's still living if you wanted to do. Right. The first thing you asked. It, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah. into it. No, you asked me if it could be, if you could do a character that someone that played. person had done. And I said, that's exactly the opposite of. I the, didn't try to. I was just. But at least, like I said, at least you did have the wherewithal <laughs> to ask and not just do it. And then I'm like, what the fuck? This is not. Right. Like you just did a character. Um yeah, so I guess I'll jump into what I did. So uh when Jesse brought that up, I really like the idea. Like like she said, we have several ideas that we're all we're both excited about. Um and this one was one that we thought we could um get out pretty quickly and um not have not have to spend too much money or wait too long on packages or anything. So um I went through, I went through a bunch of different ideas. I was going to do Anne Boleyn and, and I was trying to think of something that maybe I could reuse my Rococo dress for and just kind of like scanning any, any of my things. Like what could I, what could I use that I already have? Yeah. And so I went through a bunch of different people like that. Like I said, just more going off of um, pieces I had that maybe I could reuse or, or work with. And um, I ended up just in like, going through my brain of what wigs I had that maybe I could reuse. And um, I have a wig that I haven't actually used at a convention yet. Um, I bought it for my Sabrina for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina um, that I haven't finished yet. And that is, I mean, I think it's um, something that a lot of people use for Marilyn Monroe. Um, So that's what I did. And like Jesse said, I, um, my first thought was like some of her more famous dresses were, which are mostly from her movies, like some like it hot and um, uh, seven year itch and um, gentlemen prefer blonde, some of those. And so, and, and she has, you know, other iconic looks, but I, then I was like, wait a minute, I think that's cheating. Let me verify. Okay. So 
I ended up going through like just and looking up different photos of her at different uh, movie premieres and, you know, magazine shoots and stuff like that. And I wanted something. Um, I used to love Marilyn Monroe. I was a big, big fan in like middle school, high school age. Or it was more, probably more high school. Yeah, age. like your whole bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Like it was at a, yeah. <laughs> so I, I've seen almost, I, I think I've seen every single one of her movies. Um, some of them multiple, multiple times. And so I know um, a lot of her more classic looks. And this uh, one that I drew inspiration from was from a movie premiere. I couldn't figure out which one, but she is just in a black um, dress, which um, but I happened to have um, a dress that looked so similar. I was shocked, which is why I went with this look, too, um, from a costume that I haven't done yet. It's very close. Like, it's as close as you could have gotten without making it. So I had the dress. And uh, like I said, the wig is what made me think to do Marilyn in the first place. I had a black dress that um, I will be altering quite a bit uh, for a future costume, but I was like, oh, it'll be perfect for this. Um, and I had the stole from when I did Corella. Oh. I had to buy the black gloves because I have like red fingerless gloves and yellow uh, gloves and all these other gloves, but I didn't have black. And then um, I just recently re-pierced my ears and so I um, bought the earrings to to kind of mimic the one she's wearing and um, then did my makeup and it was I tried to kind of contour my face a little bit but I'm not very good at that yet and and then I do drew on her mole I tried to do um, my eyebrows more like hers she hers were a little bit more um, angular in places um, in certain photos and uh I, I just tried to do my makeup. I pulled up a reference photo and worked with that. But I was happy with it. Like I said, I um, it was fun for me to put together. And I only spent, my earrings were um, 6 and my gloves were $4.99. And so with $4.99. Yeah. $4.90. Not $5. They were $4.99. They absolutely Jeez. were. Yeah. That was what I did. Jesse, why don't you tell everybody what you did? So I deliberately went with a character that most people, not character. She is a real life person that That's lived. Uh, yeah. Character was against the rules. Um, uh, but uh, more obscure. A, because uh, that's who I wanted to do. I thought she'd be the funnest, most fun, whatever grammatically correct. Uh, to do costume wise and B because then I could, like I said, the whole thing that made me think about it is I was like, well, this gives me an excuse to talk about a real person. Uh, especially if there isn't as much, which I ended up doing a lot more to the cosplay than I thought I was going to have to, but right. so person that I did is Barbara Strazzi. Mm -hmm. uh, she was an Italian composer and musician who lived in the Baroque period. So uh, she lived in the 1600s. Um, she wrote, uh, she has more published music than anybody, uh, any other contemporary composer. So uh, for those of you who aren't as uh, versed in music, uh, other Baroque composers are, uh, Bach was Baroque. So she wrote more than Johann Sebastian Bach. 
uh, and uh, also Vivaldi, Antonio Vivaldi. So she wrote more, uh, more published music at least than uh, Bach or Vivaldi or any other Baroque composers or others. But those are the two big ones that immediately spring to my mind. Uh, that was actually the original name of my cocktail. Was the if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Because <laughs> uh, I was like that ties into the theme but also beauty and the beast uh beauty and the beast fandom so disney fandom there but then like i said i decided since we do cocktails before we actually talk about the theme i think you could have said uh broke and not given away yeah no like i said nobody i'm i'm well aware that nobody knows who she is except for me and like you that was the biggest challenge for me when I decided to do here because I also thought about redoing my Rococo. So I thought about doing uh, Madame de Pompadour. I was like, eh, I really want to do someone that like I actually know something about and think is cool. I also thought about doing a scientist, so Marie Curie or Rosalind. That's really what I thought you were going to do. Well, here's the thing is that most of them like just wore like, you know, not again, not fun to like Rosalind Franklin lived in the 1940s and she wore like you know 1940s professional woman you know skirt suit so i was like and like anyway so yeah i wanted because and so uh like i said i thought about doing either marie antoinette or someone else of uh you know madame de pompadour something where i could reuse my rococo dress from yeah gambit but i was like i really like again i'd really rather do a character that like pick a character first not pick someone based on what i have uh and then like i said so then once i decided that my mind went scientist but like every scientist i could think of i thought about doing bill nye but that's basically like my normal work clothes because i wear a coat at work and then add bow tie uh then i was like okay composer you were like well i know you're gonna do beethoven (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I thought about doing Gustav Mahler and ordering his little glasses. <laughs> um, but like, again, I was like, okay, I'd rather do, if I'm going to do a composer that nobody's going to know, but me anyway, like I want to do someone who like has, in my opinion, does not get as much recognition. Like I said, everyone's heard of Bach. Uh, most. So the biggest challenge with her though, is because not a lot is known about her life. And because she lived in the 1600s, like, most of the paintings there are of her we're not sure are actually her so like when looking at pictures of her they were like like every single one is like probably her like it's probably barbara strozzi so i and a lot of them do so that's another every single one nipples are showing right so i edited my, i did energy. I, I did take some where my nipples are straight up showing but I'm saving those for personal use. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, so things I had to do. I originally was going to just use um, my Hobbit skirt and my, um, what's my thing, my peasant shirt, my old uh-huh. standby. Yeah. But I didn't like the, le- the sleeves on my peasant shirt for it. And my Hobbit skirt was way shorter than what I wanted. So I was like okay, well, I'll make a new skirt. And then I was really super nervous about the material getting here on time because the mail's still been super delayed. 
I, then I became like, so that was one of the reasons I, like I became, I was going to try to almost perfectly recreate that one painting. That's like the most famous painting of her. Right. But then, like I said, well, they're not even sure this is her. Like nobody's positive that this even is her. So like, why am I trying so hard to match this one picture exactly? So I found one outfit that was pretty similar to the one picture with the red skirt, but it was like $60 and it was all already like, you know, it was like a completely made outfit. So I was like, uh, like what the fuck am I going to talk about? Like if I just buy the entire thing on Amazon. Right. So then I bought a um, cheap plus it was like 60 some dollars, which I didn't really want to spend for like, you know, a cosplay I will likely never wear again. Right. So then I found a, uh, like the underdress with the long flowy, you know, yieldy sleeves. Yeah. And I bought an overdress to go with it. And I think they were like $10 a piece. I think it was like 20 bucks total. Uh, and when it got here, I, t- and I tended just to wear them together and I was like, okay, well, I'll probably have to like alter it a little bit. That'll give me something to talk about. Yeah. But somewhat fortuitously, <laughs> I guess the overdress just did not look how I wanted it to look. Yeah, it was very, on some stuff. It, yeah, it was the overdress, like, which I made into a skirt. So the purple skirt that you see in the picture it originally was like a tank dress thing that went over the top, oh. but it looked very either like dirndl, like it looked very dirndl. Okay. Uh, dirndl was like traditional German, like think right. Oktoberfest, or like St. Pauli girl, think St. Pauli girl. Um, that's what it looked. So I was like, it just didn't like, it looked very like lederhosen or dirndl or yeah. like Irish Celtic type, like, um, so I was like, okay, but I really like the fabric. Can this be salvaged? Right. So I took it apart, flipped it around. And that was one nice thing of making it from an already existing garment is that I didn't have to hem right. the bottom because the bottom was already hemmed because it was a dress. So, uh, again, we've mentioned that on the podcast before as a way to save money, but it also can save you time. Uh, she, by all accounts, was a pretty pale lady like me, so didn't have to do too much. I just did a little bit of concealer. I did intentionally cover some of my freckles that I don't normally cover because she didn't in any of the paintings have freckles. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, there's a pretty prominent freckle next to my right eye mm-hmm. that I don't normally cover, but I covered it. Uh, and then the freckles, like, below my nose, I covered those just, again, normally, freckles that I don't normally cover. Yeah. That I covered to be more like her, and then a lot of my freckles were covered by the intense amount of blush anyway. <laughs> uh, glossy, glossy, glossy lip, because you never noticed how there are wet-lipped people and dry-lipped people? <laughs> no. Like I'm a dry lip person, but I always so I always notice when I meet a wet lip I think person. I'm a dry lip person. Like I'm a dry like I think wet lip people are more rare, but they do exist. <laughs> I'm gonna Google this and see if anyone else has noticed this because I'm so that's how sure I am that I'm right. It's just like the time. Remember when I was like, you know, Wash from Firefly is Wembley Fraggle. 
Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and there was another like little cachet of weirdos that had been like, it's the same thing. Right. So like anytime there's something like that and I go, so I guarantee you there's somebody else on the internet that noticed. You'll that have to update us next episode on. Wet lips people and dry lipped people. Yeah. But I do think most people are dry lip people, but I do think there are some wet lip people. Uh, yeah. And then, like I said, just tease, tease, tease my hair. Oh, also I made, so what I bought, I told, I had told you, uh, that I had ordered something and it still, the tracking said it was delivered today, okay. even though it's delivered on Thursday. Yeah. So I don't know why the tracking. So I was worried that it wouldn't come, but it came, that was manuscript paper that I wow. bought to dye tea stained. I tea stained it. And I used like three different kinds of tea because the first one I did was to like tan. I looked up like actually what paper looked like then, whether they even would have had ink or like what kind of ink they would have been using. Wow. Uh, so I tried to like, and again for paper. And then I almost, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to like transcribe like some of her music on here, like actually <laughs> write it. Anyway, I just didn't have time to find someone with perfect pitch to. Uh, or to really hunt for music and then I realized I was like okay but if you're holding it like you're looking at it it's just going to be the back showing anyway right so like really I probably could have used just whatever paper (laughs) but here we are yeah overall I really liked it I thought it was cute uh I don't know if I'd wear it to a con like because nobody would know who I am but like I might wear it to a Ren Faire nobody would know who I was nobody would know who I was at Ren Faire either but like it's just kind of a generic ye olde renaissance I mean I was gonna say a lot of people don't actually dress up as actual people at Ren Faire so well and that's the thing like even someone who like you said with her no one really she's not like you know George Washington or someone from or you know history that or Marie Antoinette or someone right where it's immediately recognizable like even a scholar of Barbara Strozzi may not see me dressed in my uh and then be like oh yeah that's definitely who that is because you know she was just kind of she didn't she's not that famous she's just not that well known and I don't know that she really has that distinct of a look um yeah, she was just like you said, a kind of a cool lady. Um, wrote a lot of vocal music, uh, and I really wanted to cosplay as her. Yeah, like I said, uh, Marilyn isn't one that I would probably ever do for a convention, but uh, I did um, used to be just a huge fan, and so it was nice to get to kind of pay tribute to somebody like that I used to. Uh, think was just the most amazing so well and just an excuse like an excuse to get dressed up um so yeah we hope you guys enjoyed um the cosplay challenge in the episode um even if you don't want to actually do the cosplay challenge um i think it'd be interesting to hear who you would most want to dress up like um Mm -hmm. and if you actually want to follow through and and do a cosplay challenge uh that's cool too but or maybe you've um, already done one Maybe you've already done a historical character. Show us that. Maybe. Um, Yeah. Show us your favorite historical uh, figure cosplay. Yeah, we've seen, like, real people, especially Hamilton. Like, you could even count that. I mean, most people cosplay as their costumes from from the musical. musical. Mm -hmm. But uh, especially now that it's on Disney+. Yeah, that was actually, I thought about doing Eliza. Um, 
that was one I thought, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear any of that kind of stuff. Um, and you can send that over to our social media, um, is one place you could send it. Um, and you can also just follow along with us there. We are on Facebook as at, um, cosplay and cocktails pod. Um, and we're on same on Instagram and then, um, we are on Twitter at cosplay pod. Um, but you could do that or you can send things Jesse's way over at the uh, old email the old country email the old country email uh-huh. it's like the old country buffet and the old country dad yeah um yeah. what could they send there Jesse uh do you know another way that I think I'm becoming old country dad is okay. I think I've become less of an asshole as dads tend to mellow out as they get older yeah. but I'm more disappointed in other people now yeah, so you've got the disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The mellow disappointment. Yeah. Mellow disappointment. That's a good uh our email uh is where you can send weird fish pics. Interesting plants and mushrooms. Your mom page actually sent me on Instagram interesting mushroom post. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh your mom at this point now sends me more TikToks than you do on social media i'll have to up my game uh you can send us pictures of yourself in cosplay that you want us to feature if it goes along with an episode that you're listening to doesn't even have to be the current episode if you're a new listener or you're just catching up and you listen to an episode any of them could remind me of some stuff that we've done i've forgotten that's this i think will be our 50th episode when it comes out yeah i think so this one one now yeah this one now i think the one that we just recorded. I think you the one that this is the outro of, I think, is our 50th episode. 50th so, episode. Gosh dang. It's a lot. A lot of episodes, guys. Uh, Thanks for yeah. sticking, sticking with us. Yeah. So you can send, yeah, like you said, it doesn't have to be the current episode if you're catching up or there was just one you really liked and you missed it then, but now you've got more time on your hands or whatever. Send us any interesting nerd or cosplay stuff people you want us to interview uh that you think it'd be cool to have on the podcast um cocktail recipes mocktail recipes um nerd news did i say weird fish picks i think i did fish picks as always um uh you can send and weird fish picks and concertos to our email which is cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com well, that's gmail.com. Um, okay, are we are we done? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, bye.